Your best life is more rewarding when you become a member of Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can earn MyPlus rewards points for everyday purchases and banking activities. You even earn 3,000 MyPlus rewards points when you open your membership with Affinity Plus. MyPlus Rewards offers the potential to rack up major points and even bigger rewards. Use your points on vacation getaways, discounted rates on Affinity Plus car loans, gift cards from popular stores and restaurants, and cash back. Or pay those points forward with charitable donations. You've got a lot of great choices with Affinity Plus and MyPlus Rewards. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more about your MyPlus Rewards earning power. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guest is Mr. Tony Housie. Tony is the Camp Ripley Public in Camp Ripley Public Affairs here to talk about things happening at Camp Ripley. And uh, Tony, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah. So uh, things winding down now that we're into September, or you guys stay as busy as ever? Yeah, it looks like it's winding down. I think it's winding down to wind back up again is what, <laughs> how it all works. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, let's talk about it. What kind of things are going on this time of the year? So a, a lot of our uh, training, as far as the soldiers of the Minnesota National Guard, that that's kind of coming coming to an end. They're getting ready for their your usual annual qualification type stuff. Uh, for are the they next back year. from Texas? They are back from Texas. Okay, yeah, all the trains are back. Wow. We uh, roll everything in, mm-hmm. um, off the rail, washed it, maintained it, made sure that everything was accounted for, and parked it and called her a day. Sweet. So. And how was the mission, <laughs> the training mission? You know, it was the happiest, horrible place ever for them. <laughs> so they, uh, Texas in the summer. Texas in the summer yeah. and unusually hot yeah. um, and humid, but they learned a ton of stuff. They got a ton of education out of it mm-hmm. uh, and experience, um, both the young, the young uh, folks and the leaders. And uh, they came back home, finally got most of the dirt off and, and were we're happy that it was that it took place. Cool. So I have to ask: Do is there a, uh, for lack of a better term, do they issue a kind of a grade for how they did in this training? They do. They get a uh, a, a rate, kind of a rating scheme. Okay. Um, by a different evaluators by a first army. So a first army mm-hmm. kind of does all the evaluations for deploying units and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they get a, a rating for how they conduct uh, different types of maneuvers and different operations and what their skill level is and what they need to work on and uh, before mobilization. Very interesting. Okay. Cool. And a smiley face on this. Yeah. That's right. And a big red star. <laughs> gold, yeah, gold star. Gold star. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So what is going on right now at this time of year? Uh, this time of the year, we see a lot of uh, our state partners come in and train on Camp Ripley. A lot of the law enforcement, they come and do their annual skills, their, oh, their yeah. service requirements. Uh, and they utilize some of the same ranges that our that our soldiers and airmen use. Uh, uh, they use it for their their type of training, and, and they come out of their um, you know with their annual certification all, all set. Uh, we actually just had the Department of Natural Resources. They graduated uh, fourteen conservation officers from their academy. Oh wow! Uh, a couple weeks ago. That's cool. Very good. All right. Now, I know you have an uh, open house coming up in September, don't you? We do this weekend. Uh, in what? fact, Sunday the 15th wow. is our uh, biennial open house. Uh, so we've been doing this for about 30 years uh, every other year. Um, just an opportunity to open up the gates and let the folks come and see what we do, uh, what we use to do it with, and uh, some of our career opportunities and, and, and programs and 
uh, kind of take takes a little bit of the transparency and brings it up front for everybody to see. Okay, so what are the hours? What do we need to know? Is there admission, or just come in and? Yep, check no, it's out? Uh, it, it's open to the public, uh, completely free. Uh, you need a valid driver's license or state ID to get onto Camp Ripley. Um, you know, we'll get you uh, get you parked, and it's the middle of the month and the middle of the day, so it's between ten o'clock and two o'clock. Ten to two. Yeah. And what was the date? Uh, the fifteenth. This, this Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. Okay. Yeah, yep. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of things will we actually see there? I mean, do you have gear on display? Yeah, we have tons of gear. We have some, some of our weapons and equipment, uh, also our armored vehicles, uh, the ones that are freshly washed and maintained. Um, <laughs> we have our uh, Air Guard brethren coming down, so they're going to bring their aircraft and F-16. Uh, and a lot of our yeah. fixed, fixed and rotary wing aircraft or helicopters. Um, tons of vendors, uh, a lot of different informational booths, stuff like that. The recruiters will be there. We're going to do uh, Humvee rides. Hello. Yeah. That'd be cool. And uh, then there'll be a flyover, actually, of our of our fighter and uh, airlift wing at, at noon. Cool. So they're going to do a low-level flyover and oh, wow. uh, kind of rattle some windows and make it exciting. <laughs> You've been warned, people. Right. <laughs> That's and great. I'm trying to remember, in the past, has there been rides offered to the public in some of the aircraft? Uh, in the in the past, yeah, you know some of the stories uh, and questions that we get are: Are you going to fire any missiles this year? Like, oh, like in years past, you know, back when they had the long tom missiles over there. And uh, so we we won't do anything like that. We won't have any aircraft uh, rides, but we'll give uh, we'll let everybody take a look inside, open them up, so they can see what it's all about and ask questions. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the gear is on display, but nobody's firing a tank or anything. Yeah, no, we're not going to fire anything this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. good. All right, and you have another event coming up here this month as well, don't you? We we do, yeah. The local unit here, the Minnesota National Guard unit here in Brainerd, uh, is celebrating the 77th anniversary of um, the Bataan Death March. Um, oh, so the, right. the event following the Battle of Bataan uh, in the early 1942 uh, in the Pacific. And so what, what is happening? What's so they're, uh, they're hosting an, uh, a march um, to celebrate the event. So in, in April they do a, a big event recognizing the battle and whatnot. Sure. Uh, and, and this time of the year they host a, a march. Uh, so a, I forget the distances now, um, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon. Um, distance uh, with or without a, a rucksack, with a pack. Really? Uh, and a variety of, of different um, selection options there so they do that on the 21st of this month um the event uh, the uh, the march itself will begin at 9 a.m but there's a ceremony that they put on starting at 8 okay. uh, just kind of takes a little bit through the history of the battle and recognize the the um the members of the unit of alpha company that came from the brainerd area yeah. uh, that were originally deployed in the 40s and of course locally we always want to know is walt going to be there I, I think he will. I, okay. I, I think he made an appearance last year even. Uh, yeah. He's celebrating his 99th year with us. So, Man. And we're talking about Walt Straka, Straka. Yeah, Walt who Straka. actually survived the Bataan Death March. Right. Yeah. Mm. Crazy story. Yeah. But Now, as you um, mentioned, the 5K, 10K, there's a number of different options to mm -hmm. choose from. Uh, the public is invited to participate in this, or yep. is this strictly for military? No, the public is invited, uh, strong, you know, strongly encouraged. That's the way that we get the awareness of the event out there. Mm -hmm. um, the unit will participate, so you'll see all kinds of green suitors out there with their rucksacks with and things guys, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, all, all trying to be harder than the next one, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah. the, the public is definitely welcome, and there's a, you know, there's a website out there that they can 
Um, if they if they Google Baton uh, Memorial March in Brainerd, they'll be able to find that. Okay. Uh, also, if they have any questions, they can con- contact the Armory here uh, in Brainerd. Okay. Awesome. Very good. So that's coming up again on the 21st. The 21st, yeah. Okay. Okay. It almost seems like uh, September is as busy as July, I guess. That's crazy. <laughs> you guys never stop. Yeah. Well, it's great that you have all that stuff going on right now uh, in the month of September after, well, such a busy summer. Right. And looking ahead, um, what's kind of ha- happening? Uh, I know hunting season starts, and yeah. uh, you do hunt, hunt, sponsor some veterans' hunts, if I'm not mistaken. We, we do. We sponsor a couple different veterans' hunts uh, and then a, a deployed service members' hunt. Uh, also, the DNR hunt will be hosting their event in, in two separate weekends, um, yeah, one in October and November, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I have to double-check on that. So those hunts will be happening. Um and, you know, we're excited about that. The uh, resource managers on, on Camp Ripley, our environmental team, have been very proactive as far as identifying, uh, you know, how our species are, are maneuvering on Camp Ripley, how they're kind of, you know, coexisting and living with our increase in training and then the different types of weather that we've been having. And the outlook for the deer population is very strong. Yeah. And what are some of the other, besides deer, what are some of the other species if folks are just new to listening to about, well, about camp? We're actually, um, we're actually focusing on a project right now, our Blanding's turtles, which is an, oh, uh, yeah. an endangered, endangered species, species yeah. here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hatching. Oh. Uh, so our teams are going out and they're actually applying a small transmitter to these tiny little turtles. Oh, little baby and, twins uh, middles. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing through the, <laughs> through the de- babies. Department this of Natural Resources. she didn't make it through <laughs> basic training. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. Sorry, I'm a mom. I got to do it. Okay, they I'm are, sorry. They are, they are really cute. <laughs> I bet they are cute. So they... They adhere these to the turtles. Yeah, they adhere these tiny little transmitters, and the, and the the specifications on it, the requirements on it, is it has to be uh, a fifth of the animal's weight. So these are <laughs> no more than right. These are tiny grams in weight of a of a of a, um, of a transmitter, and wow. they last for about twenty four days. And they're just they're just to give uh, us an idea of what their movement patterns are following hatching. Oh, wow. And, and, and how Cute. how the predatory, um, you know, life is like around the, the wetlands that they go to. Sure. So we're trying to figure out how we can maintain our roads uh, and our travel, our traffic and whatnot uh, while these uh, turtles are being hatched and where they're going. Oh, so my gosh. So that's part of the, the project right now. Fascinating. And I know you have wolf packs, or at least one, if not more. We do. On. I think it's actually kind of boiled down to one uh, now. Really? So okay. a little territorial mm. uh, strife and whatnot, and and, <laughs> and and now there's just one. So mm. yeah. Okay. And the DNR, of course. Uh, I know they collar and track and mm-hmm. watch those as well. So and the and the bear. I think we got about 43 bear on uh, Camp Ripley that are 43 that are monitored. Uh, some of them got to experience a little bit of what Iowa brought up with us a couple of months ago. Uh, what? Yeah, the, there was a story. Uh, uh, no, no attacks or anything like that. It was mostly just stolen MREs or or rucksacks or boots. Really? Yeah. An MRE is the food. The yeah, the rations that uh, yeah. that, that our soldiers eat. Oh, but, interesting. Uh, there was one one fun story that the 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 infantry platoon was on a defensive position and they were dug in, in along a wood line waiting for the enemy, the simulated enemy, to come towards them. Sure. Everybody had to be quiet and you know noise and light and discipline, 
and uh, this one soldier just kind of leaned back in his in his foxhole, his fighting position, and um, took his helmet off and, and kind of dozed off. And he woke up by feeling something rubbing the back of his head. Oh, no, no, no. And when he turned around, it was a black bear. Oh, oh my uh, God! Just kind of sniffing at his head and whatnot. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was fun to hear from the evaluator about how all these tough army guys were running through the woods screaming, go away, bear, go away, bear, and <laughs> they're trying to chase the bear out of them. Did the guy need a un- new uniform? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Amazing. That would be, that would be an experience, though, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, Tess would have uh, violated FCC regulations with her response. For darn <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, very interesting. And then uh, before long, uh, winter will be along, and I would imagine there's some winter training that will be taking place again. Yeah, winter will be coming, and we're going to start ramping up earlier than than usual. Uh, So it won't be spring and summer qualifications as much with our our heavier equipment. It'll be winter qualifications. Interesting. So we'll start to see tanks and and everything else moving through the snow, and we'll hear that uh, pretty much throughout January and February. Okay. Are the snowplows coming back to your facility to train? They are, yeah. MDOT's uh, scheduled for a couple of different weeks throughout mm-hmm. October and November. Okay. Wow. You do stay busy. We <laughs> do stay busy. All right. In the meantime, uh, I'm sure we want to invite everybody to uh, put it on their calendar this Sunday, the big open house from 10 to 2 mm-hmm. at Camp Ripley, their annual open, bi- biannual open house uh, with all kinds of food vendors and equipment to see. Lots Humby of information rides, and yeah. a flyover at noon. Flyover at noon. That's yep. going to be pretty cool. Very good. All right. Uh, Mr. Housie, thank you so much for being here again. Today. Yeah, thank Keep you. Keep us up to uh, speed on what's happening at Camp Ripley. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Mr. Tony Housie is in the Public Affairs Office at Camp Ripley. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, Community Focus can be found anytime online at our website, 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.